For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We have lots to get to with Robin Washington Husker Online regarding Matt Rule, Nebraska basketball, and more. But before that, Robin, uh, first of all, good morning. But Sip has told us during on the air, so I, I'll mention it to you, that he's calling you and Sean out for being, <laughs> and everybody. quote, quote Picture snipers. Do you uh, accept? <laughs> do you ex- do you accept this allegation against you? Well, someone needs to fuel the internet and Twitter with pictures of simple that can be used in a variety of memes and uh, ways. So you know, we're just doing our part to help the Nebraska football community uh, enjoy just a little bit more happiness. There have been moments. Picture sniper. There have been moments when we're traveling and I see you or Sean snipe somebody, and I am. Filled with fear, how well you do it. Like, whoa, you just did that. <laughs> you, know, you know, again, you know, sometimes the you, when you add a photo to a joke or something like that, it's uh, just, it really takes it over the top. So, just, Robin, you know, there's a fine line in sniping. Robin, it should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Yeah, things have changed. (laughs) Things have changed. Joined by Robin Washington Husker Online. Robin, yesterday was the opening press conference for Matt Rule. Uh, He won the room. He won the press conference. Everyone would claim to that. What's the biggest reason you say he won the press conference in your eyes, Robin? Well, yeah, I mean, his command um, of the situation, of the the room, uh, there was a lot of pressure behind that. Uh, You, you know, you look at just who's out in the crowd where you, know, you have the governor, you have high ranking boosters, regions, Trev, you know, every, um, you know, top administrator in the university, uh, is there. And so, um, and, and I think everybody kind of understood what the situation currently is with Nebraska football, that, you know, this hire needs to be right. And, you know, they needed something that was going to get fans on board during a pretty critical juncture of, uh, Nebraska football, and I think Matt's, um, you know, just like I said, his command of that that podium, and not just what he said, but how he said it, uh, I think went a long way in at least getting people to um, feel good if they maybe were on the fence about the hire. But beyond that, um, you know, his I think his message was very clear, and he said all the things that um, Nebraska fans have been wanting to hear, where he talks about development and physicality and um, prioritizing the trenches on the offensive and defensive line, um, ball control, and um, you know being the team that uh, every week is going to be the most physical on the field. And so, you know, all those things that Nebraska fans want, Matt Rule talked about and emphasized. Now, again, it's, it's one day, it's one press conference, and he himself admitted they're just words at this point. Yep. But, you yep. know, for, for – the message that needed to be delivered 
in that setting, I thought Matt Rule did a fantastic job. Again, saying, saying what needed to be said, but also saying it in a manner that instilled some confidence. Robin Washett joins us from HuskerOnline.com. You wrote, what you, you had a piece, What We Learned from Matt Rule's introductory press conference. We had a lot on HuskerOnline.com yesterday. I would, if I were a Nebraska fan, I'd definitely go there. One thing that was interesting, Robin, that we talked about yesterday, Matt Rule visited Lincoln with his wife during the Minnesota game unbeknownst to many people talk about that rob and what i mean how what do you what do you make of all of that rule was here with his wife uh, being around shown around lincoln during the minnesota game yeah that uh at least gave some confirmation to uh, you know the rumors that have been swirling around that time that um, he was in town and you know ones that um you know, me, you, Sean, could, could never actually confirm, but it definitely heard. So um, at least that kind of peeled back a layer of the onion um, with this process and shows how long Matt Rule had been a candidate, that this wasn't just some right. um, late, last-minute development that, um, you know, when Trev Alberts and uh, Ted Carter and Ronnie Green all say that Matt Rule was 1A um, on their list of coaches, that at least kind of backs that up, that, um, you know, it, it had been in the works for a long time, and they they brought him out here. And uh, you know, what what a time to to show him around town when everybody that uh, would report on him being there and everybody that would probably recognize him being there is, is inside Memorial Stadium. So, a little strategy there on Nebraska's end. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess it it kind of shows that uh, this this has been something Nebraska has been very active on for a while. But um, beyond that. Uh, you know, I thought it was really interesting hearing Matt talk about how things fell through for a bit, where yes, you know, coming off of yeah. that, that visit, uh, it looked like everything was ready to roll. Like they were ready to make the hire all the way back then in early November. Um, and then uh, for whatever reasons with con- contracts with the Carolina Panthers and, and buyout stuff that uh, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. And his reaction when he hung up the phone after that, that last conversation was damn, I wanted this job like that, that I think kind of gave him some confirmation that he, this is where he wanted to be. And so when, when Trev Alberts and you know, Ted Carter and um, you know, Ronnie Green called him back and said, Hey, let's, let's figure something out. You know, he, he knew that this was the place for him. So um, just interesting to get a little bit more insight on the whole timeline of this, including uh, that rumored visit uh, during the Minnesota game that is now no longer rumor. Yeah, it certainly was uh, very interesting what happened yesterday. But Rob, I'm curious regarding the expectations for Matt Rule. Big, que- I mean, there's a lot of questions for this for this program going forward. But the big one is expectations year one and going forward because Matt Rule is going to make eight years, eight years, seventy four million dollars, so about nine point two per year, uh, and ninety percent is guaranteed in this contract. So this is a coach at Temple and Baylor that had a slow first year and then was good after that. When you're the second highest paid coach in the Big Ten. Can you afford to have a bad first year? I mean, Rob, they won't fire him, obviously, but I mean, what, what is the expectation for year one for Matt Rule? Well, that's what makes it so interesting is that you look at his track record, he's not a quick fix guy. Like, he's not one that immediately steps on campus and suddenly you're, you're winning the conference championship. Uh, he's That's where that focus on development kind of comes into play, where in order to be, um, you know, get good, stay, or get old, stay old. Uh, type thing uh you know 
you, you have to start young. And a lot of times when you start young, um, you, you go through a bit of a learning curve. And so that's what those year ones at his previous stops have been. But, you know, year two looks a lot better. Year three, you know, you're competing for, for conference championships. So um, I think that's kind of the timeline that um, you would naturally expect. But the the X factor here is the transfer portal. Yes. Teams can get good very quickly, mm-hmm. faster than they ever have been able to before. And when you assemble a staff with a $7 million assistant coaching pool, you're going to get some elite level recruiters, or at least you better. And so, you know, that, that changes the conversation a little bit to where, um, yeah, I think you still need to focus on, focus on development and, and not just getting plug-and-play guys on the offensive lines because you know, that didn't give you any sustained success. But I think that you're able to get some pretty critical pieces um, at skill positions, um, you know, in the defensive backfield, linebacker, edge, all that sort of stuff that you know, can, can make you competitive very quickly. Um, and so it's, it's a different game than when Matt was at Baylor, when he was at Temple. But certainly, I think that that philosophy of development and, and building this program for the long haul is still going to be there. So I'm, I'm very curious to see where that uh, you know gray area kind of ends up with how they want to attack this thing. Do they want to go all in on year one, or is there going to be a little bit more patience and emphasis on the long-term build? One more from me, Robin. Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com joins us. Rob, you, you addressed this in your story today, but what what do you envision for Casey Thompson in this program going forward? Is there is there a vision of Casey Thompson being in this program? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I think the vision's a little bit clearer than it maybe had been a couple days ago, where you know, I think that there's a lot of unknowns about his future, but just kind of what happened yesterday and um, the comments Casey made, uh, and if you haven't seen him, um, we've got the video of his interview in the locker room outside of Hawks, uh, center following Matt Rule's press conference where he, he was very complimentary of Matt Rule and you could tell that he had done a lot of research on Matt Rule to where he understood what what his programs were all about and just listening to him talk watching him talk you could see that um, you know maybe that uh, that opportunity was a little bit more appealing than it had been um, a couple of days ago. So he was one of the few players that we saw in attendance. I don't think he was there for the actual press conference, but he was there after um, at, at, at Matt Rule's deal. So I would say that if nothing else, that door appears to be cracked open a little bit more um, than maybe it had been when they were getting on the bus back from Iowa City, or on the plane back from Iowa City. So I, we'll see. Um, I think there's still more conversations that need to be had. Matt Rule and Casey Thompson have met, um, but I think that as you know, the offensive coordinator gets finalized and those meetings start happening, um, we'll get a little bit more clarity in that. But I would say it's it's more likely Casey Thompson comes back, um, in my opinion, than it was even a day ago. Uh, meanwhile, 
as all this is playing out, Nebraska football is the is, has taken over the news cycle. Nebraska basketball, I thought, played very well in defeating Florida State resoundingly in the tournament in Orlando. Um, now Nebraska will play Boston College tomorrow. What what are your thoughts about Nebraska's win quickly about over Florida State and what they face in the Boston College Eagles? Yeah. Well, Florida State is like unbelievably bad. Like that's <laughs> easy, Rob. Easy, nearly Rob. as bad as they are. But to Nebraska's credit, they they whipped them. Yeah, you know, they, they it was them. a sloppy first half, and Nebraska dominated that game. I mean, it was it was like almost embarrassing for Florida State how badly they got dominated. So, uh, a good win for a Nebraska team that desperately needed it. I don't care what the opponent is; they needed that win. Yeah. Now you go ahead to Wednesday night. You got the same situation. Boston College is really bad. Um, they struggled to beat Maine and Nebraska blew Maine out. So that's your, that's your comparative opponent there. Um, This is another game that Nebraska has to win because you look at their schedule, they're not going to have very many matchups where Nebraska is the clear favorite. And so uh, you got Creighton on Sunday, you got two big 10 games against Indiana and Purdue, and then you go to Kansas state. So, I mean, like you have a brutal stretch ahead of you to where stringing together two straight, Power six wins uh, will go a long way in giving you as much confidence as possible going into that. So um, they need to replicate what they did against Florida State, uh, but at least they showed that they're still fighting. And getting Derek Walker back was was critical. Oh, man, that's big. Robin, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. See you. Good stuff. Robin Washington, Husker Online. Regarding Boston College quickly, who they played tomorrow. By the way, 8-15 tomorrow night. You going to that one? No, that's no. <laughs> Nick be, might be there. Nick, yeah. you going to Boston? Yeah, he's, yeah Nick, he's what? Be. I got to go to bed. I mean, sometime. Well, he's he's in college. He he, he can stay up all night. Yeah. Um, Boston College. Yeah, as Robin said, they're terrible. They lost. They lost to Maine, and they lost to Tarleton State. Oh God! By like eighteen. Oh God! Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. That's a great opportunity for Nebraska to get back-to-back Power 5 wins. Right. I mean, I don't care if those teams suck. You, you're not good yourself. you got to find a way to beat the teams that are worse than you. Yeah. I, they took it to Florida State, and I was pretty actually pretty impressed by it. Florida State is about to be 1-9 because they play Virginia and Purdue back-to-back. Mm-hmm. They're going to be 1-9. Yeah, Leonard. I don't understand See, what no, happened. I, well, I, I can tell you. They, get, they, have, they have critical injuries, and they have a player suspended. And they, they are a pressure defense team, Jake, and they can't play it. They can't play it like Leonard wants to. They wear out. Like they wear out the, the you, tail end of the half. You I would mean, still think a team like Florida State, who's been con- consistently a tournament team, yeah, would find a way to win. Yeah. I, you can give me all the, all the injuries and all the all stuff you want. It's Florida State. They're losing, not, they're losing to teams Duke. they shouldn't lose to. Uh, I Duke just lost by 19 at Purdue the oh, other night. Oh, God. Yeah, John Shire, hello. Really? Five draft picks the last three years at FSU. Hmm, that's pretty good. Yeah, see, they're, yeah, they're talented. That's pretty good. They've lost those guys, but they keep bringing guys. Thank in. you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. It's nice having Nick here. It is. It is. I, I didn't thank. It's you. early, but Nick is easy to take for granted. Yes, he is. We, he's here we a appreciate lot. you. Nick. Well, you're here a lot, right? You're you're ubiquitous too. You're seemingly uh, look at that word. You're seemingly everywhere, all the time. Yeah, look at him. He's getting, Every, he's, everywhere his face I look, is getting ready. You you're, know what? You're embarrassing him. Ubiquitous. Everywhere I look, there's Nick. I get out of the car in Iowa City, and there's Nick. <laughs> hey, Sip. Yeah, yeah literally, that's How'd what I heard. Here? He, he literally hey, said Sip. that. Hey, Sip. <laughs> he's stalking you. He's everywhere. He's stalking you. He's not 
Uh, today, he's sniping me though, probably. Today, the yeah, yeah, pick your snipes for sure. Illegal. Check his phone; he's probably got a bunch of them. Yeah, if it, if there is, they're going to be deleted. Today, the USA plays against Iran in soccer. Is that right? right. It's not Iran; it's Iran. Yeah, well, Iran's they having say. a lot of problems right they now. Are. And they're so I thought, hey, why not do athletes by sport today for our game show athletes by sport i will give you an athlete's name you tell me what sport he or she plays oh god this could be embarrassing we'll see how it goes yeah let's do this. four six four five six eight five shut up simple starts right now we've all been there you're listening to the radio and then that rage starts to grow inside of you it starts to consume you it gets to a point where you just want to yell shut up simple <clears throat> no sorry i'm sorry Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Your chance to take down Sip in trivia. I hope Jerry's calling for the game show. We've had this happen. He is? Okay. All right. (laughs) Jerry, uh, how do you feel about athletes by sport today for the game show? Hopefully pretty lucky. All right, Jerry. Pretty lucky. Pretty lucky. I yeah. like that. Okay, okay, Jerry. Sip, how about you? Hopefully pretty lucky is what I'd uh, say. You won, you're won. you 1-0 in the week. Yeah. You won yesterday. 43-19. Yeah, Just incredible. An incredible run right yeah. now. 43-19. Can Jerry slow you down? We'll see. Jerry, first question goes to you. What sport does Taylor Fritz play? Hockey. <laughs> Pass. Taylor Fritz is the number nine tennis player in the world. Oh, and the top American. Is that a man or a woman? It's a male. Okay. The top American tennis player and number nine player in the world. Taylor can go either that way. That is correct. You're right. Okay. Uh, zero, zero tie. Sip. First question to you. What sport does Corey Connors play? Hmm. Corey Connors. Plays your favorite sport. What's that? Golf. Canadian is number 33 in the world. Corey Connors. 1-0 lead for Sip. To tie it up, Jerry, your last question. What sport does Nathan McKinnon play? Basketball. Oh, no. Sip, you want this one for the win? I should be able to name the team. The hockey team. The hockey team. He is one of the top players in the NHL with the Colorado Avalanche, the Avs, the the champs of last year. You could say world champs. World champs. Jerry, we'll get you back on the coffee. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. All right. Nathan McKinnon, he answered, Avs, hockey. You want your last one? Yes. What team, or sorry, what sport does Lars Newtbar play? Uh, Lars Newtbar is a, um, uh, Lars Newtbar, Lars Newtbar, curling. Sit, uh, you know, Lars Newtbar, <laughs> Lars Newtbar is an outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. Is that right? Okay. Speaking of Lars Newtbar, we have the tiebreaker here. It's one of the stupidest names that exists out there. I'm sorry. Dumb. It's a dumb name. Lars Newtbar sounds like a fake person. Anyways, Lars Newtbar had 290 regular season at-bats this year for the Cardinals. 
What was his batting average? 253. Nick, would you go over under 253? 228 for Lars Newbar. I don't mind that guess. 253 is a good okay. guess. Thank you. Uh, congrats to you again. What's the record? Hey, let's, let's verify. 44 19. 44 19. I don't know what to He's say. He's one win away again from a winning week by Wednesday. I don't know what to say. Just can't stop him. He's unstoppable. 44 and 19. Who is going to stop Sip? Who's going to take him down? Nobody. It's just a matter of zoning in. You are. What's the surprise? Because you, you know you're locked into the coaching stuff. You would think you wouldn't be locked into the game show, but you are. Just overall locked in. Overall. He's overall I'm locked in. Very in. tail into my career. I just want to finish on a good note. <laughs> it's going the right direction right now. The spillover with AD and Raf is next on Early Break on the Ticket. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.